and gentlemen, the show will start in five, four, three, two, one. I see you patiently waiting on something you won't forget. to the MetaZen cabinet where we get experimental about exploring your potential. In this podcast, we help you redefine your self-image, express your values through your actions, and tap into the freedom of doing what works for you and you alone. So if that's your jam, cop a squat, grab a snack, and rest your back because we needs to talk, Jack. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Let's go. Episode 187, Dream Bigger. What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to episode 187, Dream Bigger. Happy Tuesday and happy October 4th. I hope y'all had a great weekend and I hope you are in great spirits. Today, I want us to talk about, you know, quite a few of the reasons money and money alone will never keep you happy. Not make you happy, but keep you happy. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned because we're going to be jumping in. Yeah. If you are new to the podcast, what's up? Salutations and thank you kindly for being here. I really do hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you again. If you're coming back for another episode, what's up, cuz? What's going on? You know, very appreciative that you're back. I hope you get something out of this episode, and I do hope that you enjoy yourself. Thank you for all that you do and all that you give. In the first segment, we're going to talk about buying more things than experiences. In the second segment, we're going to talk about focusing more on money than on time. And on the third segment, we're going to talk about way too much of a good thing. As always, my intention is to help somebody to use my mistakes, my knowledge, my wisdom, my failures, my past to help someone overcome a hurdle or struggle or, you know, if you're stuck in a rut or just not knowing what's going on, hopefully offer some semblance of, you know, clarity or wisdom for you during this time. I also want to offer, you know, a little wisdom that I've been learning myself about sometimes why when it seems like you have the money or the money is okay or the money's good, you're still not happy. You're still not feeling progressive. You're still not liking your life. You're still not loving who you are or where you are. So without further ado, we're going to jump into this episode and get things popping in three, two, and one. Ricardo Richard said, the best things in life has no tags. They are priceless. Things money can't buy. I love this quote. You know, with time, I think we all learn in our own way what this means for us. You know, for a long time, I've heard the best things in life are free. And, you know, these days I'm learning that a lot of the best things in life that are free are experiences. 
the experiences that we can create, the experiences that we share, the time we spend together, the way we learn from each other, the way we work together, the way we come together, the way we come together to accomplish common goals, you know, the way we come together to build things, to build life, to take life further, to take society further, to take our own individual businesses further, whatever your intention, whatever your, your own dreams and goals are. But I say this to say, one of the reasons money probably isn't making you happy or keeping you happy right now is because you're spending more time buying stuff or trying to buy stuff than you are actual life experiences. Like I said before, we're all coming into that age or that time where we're becoming more interested in seeing the world because there's so much to see in the world, but we ourselves, it's impossible to see the world and come back the same way you were when you left because you've had a chance to experience the world and realize there is a lot more out there than you could have ever anticipated or imagined. So what could happen if you became the kind of person who who's more focused on creating moments, more focused on creating experiences than on buying things. You know, I found in myself for maybe the past few years or so that I've come into a minimalist kind of space. And it's not that I have anything against buying things or whatever like that, but I've been a lot more invested in quality experiences than I am buying up a bunch of things. Now, buying things, this isn't the segment or the episode where we shun people who buy things or whatever. I do believe in buying things and buying yourself nice things. By all means, do that. Sometimes we get stuck in that pattern where that's all we're doing. That's all we've been doing for years and years and years. It doesn't matter how many cars or how many houses you buy, how many pairs of shoes, how many clothes, jewelry, you know, just it doesn't matter how much stuff you continue to buy. There's still something missing, isn't it? There's still something else out there that you you haven't had a chance to lay your hand on. Maybe it's experiences. Maybe it's traveling for you. Maybe it's volunteering, getting out there and helping people. You know, a goal of mine, a dream of mine, one of my many dreams is to raise a bunch of money and to come together with friends and, you know, like-minded individuals and, you know, raise about maybe like $50,000 or something and come together and go to all the different shelters throughout Chicago and... You know, just give the kids toys and give the families clothes and just really just, you know, wait on hand and foot for them and just remind them that they're special, remind them that they're beautiful. They may feel forgotten and they may seem forgotten, but they're not. But to definitely shower them with toys and shower them with new clothes, clean clothes, possibilities, and just remind them that life can look one way, but you never know when life may swoop in and remind you of the possibilities. Growing up, one thing that I know I will say that I've noticed with my parents is that, you know, they had a bunch of kids, but also at the same time, I saw them invest in buying lots of things. And I saw that no matter how much shit they bought, 
They still weren't happy. They were never, ever happy. They were, well, they had time to be happy. I'm not gonna say that, but it just didn't last, you know? I rarely ever saw them take vacations. I'll see my mom go on the road with my dad for about probably a week, sometimes two weeks or whatever like that. But they never, ever really took vacations or had, you know, life experiences like that to switch things up. And I think we all need to prioritize creating more life experiences and not just buying a bunch of stuff. B.S. Murthy said, make money the measure and you are in for trouble. For that will keep you in its grip forever. I love this quote. It just reminds me of... You know, this chapter that I'm in right now where I feel myself learning a lot about intention and the power of intention. You know, I'll just never forget Oprah saying your intention determines your outcome. And we're going to talk about that in future episodes very soon too. But another reason you're not happy or money can't keep you happy is because you're focusing more on money than on time. And what I mean with that is you're focusing more on making money, accumulating a bunch of money than buying back your time and buying back, you know, your, you know, that, uh, your time, your day to day. You know, usually you're used to that nine to five or whatever, that eight hours, that chunk of time, that third of your day being, you know, busied with working and or, you know, building somebody else's dream. But what could happen if you return that 2080, you know, hours plus, you know, to your year, if you return that eight hours, you know, of your day back to your day, what could you do? Who could you become? You know, I've had to become so in tune with that in recent years because for a long time, I couldn't be happy and I wasn't satisfied because I didn't know what I was working for. I realized when it, when it dawned on me that I was working to maintain and survive, that I was working just to have enough to maintain and survive, it was killing me. It was killing me. It was horrible. It was awful. I've had to remove a lot of people from my life because I also understand People who focus on surviving, people who prioritize surviving, you tend to attract other people like that. And you keep, we all, you know, you all keep each other in the same pool, right? In that same lane of surviving. In the moment somebody may want something better or different, you know, most times people might think you're trying to be better than them or do something different or whatever, or you're just misunderstanding the process. But money isn't keeping you happy. It's not enough for you because you're focusing more on making money, but you're not making the money work for you. Your obsession, your commitment to money is making you money slave as opposed to money being your slave. What is your intention? You know, I found that, you know, when you ask people why they work, why they do things, you know, this person might say, I work so I can have nice things. I work so I can pay the bills. I work so I can put my kids through college. I work so I can keep a roof over my head. You know, I work so I can have a home to come home to. And, you know, you talk to most people and they work so they can, so they can maintain. You know, maintain is cool. But if something and you also wants to get ahead and be more, then you have to change your intention. You know, what, what could happen? What kind of actions could you take if, you know, your intention for working was to 
buy back your time, buy back that eight hours a day that you've been given up for the past 20, 30 years. And now it's no longer available to no business. Now you can travel. Now you can create. Now you can find ways to make more money. You know what I mean? Like, what could happen if you found ways to buy back, if you prioritize working, you know, so you can buy back your freedom. You're free now, but your financial freedom. You know, you need that, that right now, you need that nine to five just so you can and stable on your own terms, which is beautiful. But if your money isn't working for you, then you will continue to stay in a cycle of needing to make more and more money and you'll never make enough. You know, what I've learned with working in the nine to five sector is that, you know, depending on where you're working, they want you to, you know, be satisfied with as little as possible, depending on what you're doing. You know, I've worked in positions where they want you to be in a position for three to five years, depending on what you're doing. I don't see why you need any more than three years to master a role. You know what I mean? And I can say personally that one of my biggest fears is sacrificing all of my youth, sacrificing my 20s, my 30s, my 40s, all, you know what I'm saying, to build someone else's dream, to work for other people and not be able to live my life and create it the way I want to. I've already devoted my teens and my 20s. You know, I've devoted just maybe four or five, uh, maybe about five, six months of my 30s so far, but I really want to put myself in position to buy back my time. What could your life look like if you work towards buying back your time, buying back your freedom, putting yourself in a position where you don't have to get up for a nine to five every day, putting yourself in a, in a situation where you have enough money saved up, you have passive income, you've created that space for you to make money in other ways other than been working for other people. I'm just saying. Atef Ashab Udin Sahil said, Your purpose will determine how much wealth you need in life. Your wealth shouldn't determine what needs to be your purpose. I love this quote. You know, another way that I hear it, another way that you can put it is, your intention will determine how much wealth you need in life. And your wealth shouldn't determine what your intention should be. Another beautiful thing about earning wealth and earning lots of money is that you get to have more options. You get to just explore more. You have more room to explore and discover. You definitely get to have more options. But another thing, important thing to think about is that maybe, you know, money isn't making you happy or keeping you happy at this point in your life or hasn't for a while because you're not investing it in other people. And, you know, it's important to invest in yourself, absolutely. And, you know, I don't think that ever stops. But I think, you know, we can definitely become unhappy when we fail to discover a genuine, authentic means to serve other people, you know? I will say that nothing has quite changed my life the way volunteering has. I volunteered quite a few times over my life and nothing can really, you know, put you, I ain't gonna say nothing, but you know, volunteering puts you on the track of thinking about your life, 
thinking about creating, recreating this feeling, thinking about making yourself available to help someone who may be a little underprivileged or helping someone who's trying to build something beautiful for the community, contributing to a powerful intention, you know, or your, your intention may align with theirs. So you just so happen to be able to help. But I say all this to say that when your money is no longer making you happy, and maybe you feel like in the moment you've invested all you can in yourself, invest in somebody else. You know, I feel like when you hear about a lot of rich people, you know, important people, they spend a lot of time investing in colleges and organizations and charities and different things like that. And I think that a lot of them personally do that because they get to see their money work. They get to see the magic happen. They get to see how well students learn in schools where, you know, having the right books or having the right equipment won't be a problem. So we'll have higher graduation rates. We'll have more engaged students. We'll have more males graduating just as females. We'll have more diversity. We'll have more honors courses. We'll have a lot more possibilities. And a lot more possibilities sets us up to send a lot more passionate, compassionate, you know, intellectual, you know, dreamers and doers out into the world. One of the best things, you know, I tell y'all about this all the time, but one of the best things I've done is start this podcast because this podcast is a natural means for me that feels very authentic, a very authentic portal for me to serve and give and share of myself, give of myself, you know, and, you know, it's that point, it's that lighthouse for me to share light, to spread light, to spread love and kindness, hopefully, you know, but it's my safe haven to love on others from afar, to spread love, to spread sincerity, to spread togetherness, to spread passion and intention. It's my opportunity to give back in a way that's meaningful for me. I've, this is episode 187, and I feel like I'm still barely getting started. I look forward to the doors and opportunities that this podcast opened for me, but it's genuinely at the primal basic level, the ability to speak life into others. What is, you know, that's the, the best part, the fun part, you know, being able to inspire and motivate others. Being able to use my suffering, to use my past, my failures, my mistakes to be of service to others. How could you do that same thing in your life? How can you open up your heart and use your life as a vessel for serving? Maybe you could join a boys and girls club and help out and volunteer with students there. Maybe you can be a part of Big Brothers, you know, Big Brothers uh, community and, you know, help out with young boys, uh, little boys who may need, you know, uh, older men in their life that are responsible and positive. You know, maybe you teach karate. Maybe you can start, maybe you, you've learned karate. Maybe you can start teaching kids karate. Maybe you can teach them hockey. Maybe you're a, a woman who's into tools and building things. Maybe you can open up a class teaching young girls how to build and get into carpentry. How can you serve genuinely and make the world better? I'm pretty sure that's missing from your life.
What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to the Air Segment. Here in the Air Segment, you know how y'all know we get down to the nitty gritty, we keep it real, we keep it honest, and it's just a heart to heart from me to you. I want to start by saying that I mixed up my segments and I was supposed to talk about something else in this most recent segment, but I'm going to mix it up and, you know, follow or stay the course. So another thing that can keep that, you know, maybe keeping you unhappy or that your money maybe failing you with is maybe you're doing you're you've had too much material enjoyment you know a lot of us you know we've probably gone at buying bunches of clothes and shoes and cars and jewelry and watches and different things and you know fine diamond different things and we don't have to neglect that that doesn't need to change but when the more you expose yourself to something the impact of it starts to shrink so what could happen if you challenge yourself to maybe you know for six months you know go uh go overseas go to africa and help out and volunteer go see how other people live and be reminded of how well you have it be reminded of the importance of wealth and what it does how it contributes in our society you know maybe you can switch it up and challenge yourself do some type of experiment where you can see how someone who lives opposite from you lives and you know that'll put things back into perspective you'll come back to your life and realize you know there's probably something else that you need to do but you know i've seen a lot of people that dwell in that materialism over time you grow weary of it and there's really nothing else for you to buy there's nowhere else to really go you know from there you've pretty much experienced everything bought everything enjoyed everything and you know, now you're feeling unsettled and miserable because there's nothing else to buy. So think about that. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that when you spend more time buying things as opposed to experiences, you are not setting yourself up to have a foundation of fulfillment because you're telling yourself you're feeding your brain, you're feeding your subconscious, the idea, the belief that things, buying things and stuff, material stuff, will please you and keep you happy, that it will fulfill you, that it will fill you up. And those are things that will please you temporarily, but those are not things that will fill you up long term. It's important to have a full cup. It's important to be full, to be whole. You, you know, you don't need anything to be whole. You know, but preserving that wholeness, preserving that, preserving that uprightness, that bliss, that spirit, it will require you to invest more in your experiences and opening up your world, opening up your mind, opening up your heart. So for the next year, challenge yourself to maybe plan a few vacations, you know, or maybe challenge yourself to go live with the monks for, you know, two, three weeks and see if you're different, see what happens. Challenge yourself to go on a meditation retreat. You know, challenge yourself to do something way outside of your comfort zone and shake up your whole world. Moving on, the next letters are recognize. Recognize that focusing more on money and time will keep you in the deadlock of misery 
and feeling trapped, feeling enslaved. And this is me speaking from experience because the more I focused on money, you know what I'm saying, the more my life, you know, exposed my wanting, the more the life exposed that, that lack, that scarcity, you know, for a long time, I was just more so focused on surviving. And many of us are. We think we need this money. We need to make this much money, you know. And the thing is, when life indulges us, we get a promotion or we get a chunk of money from somewhere or whatever, you know, we find a way to, to F the money over and we're back in that situation again, needing money, better than ever. So we're not in a place to be kind to money. We're not in a place to make money work for us. We just want to have a lot of it because we feel like we'll have some semblance of control over our life having the money, but your money habits, your relationship with money, all those things are soured. They're not where they need to be for you to have the relationship with money, to have more money coming in. What is your intention for having that money? Like I said, you know, one person can go to work every day for the rest of their life because they just want to maintain and have a home to come home to. Another person may go to work because they want to build and create wealth, create generational wealth. They want to buy back their day. They want to buy back their time, their freedom. And both of those people can, you know, have different intentions. And one of them can be a lot more, you know, successful. They can move, they can attract things a little quicker, but it just comes down to your intention. So maybe practice focusing more on your time. But then again, if you don't, there's no point in you focusing more on your time if you don't know what you would do at the time. So I guess it's a matter for you to make the decision. But if you're feeling stuck and in a rut, maybe it's because you're spending more money or, or you're focusing more of your energy on money than you are on time. The next letter or last letter is A, accept. Accept that you may be overindulging in materialistic stuff. And like I said, you deserve, you deserve all the best things. And this isn't an episode to shun or shame having beautiful things. I desire them myself quite frequently, actually. But at the same time, it's important to allow yourself to experience different things. You know, allow yourself to maybe pull back sometimes and maybe bless somebody else with something. You know, pull back sometimes and invest in somebody else and really just make their day. You know what I mean? Maybe go to the grocery store and just, you know, go to the grocery store in a poor neighborhood and maybe find a lady who, you know, find a mother or a family who, you know, appears to be struggling. Maybe their clothes aren't the best. Maybe they have a bunch of stuff on the counter and, you know, you never know, but buy somebody's uh, groceries. You know what I mean? Buy a couple people's groceries and make a few people's day because they probably didn't think uh, waking up that day that they would go to the grocery store and someone would buy their groceries and the money that they have for groceries could be extended another week or another couple of weeks or another month. Or, you know, like I used to do last uh, last year, last summer, is, you know, when you ride around, you know, maybe every homeless person you see, give them a couple dollars, give them a few dollars. And, you know, before you give them the money, say like a little prayer or chant, just, you know, and in, certain in into the money and the energy of abundance, the energy of joy and peace, 
and give them that money. You never know how it may make the difference. You know, you may see somebody with the signs, you know, I have a family, I have two kids, and we're trying to eat. Maybe buy them dinner. You know, maybe you don't have to give the homeless people money, but you can buy them dinner. You know, you just never know how your gifts can really contribute, how investing in other people can really open up your world and open you up to different possibilities, open you up to ways of serving the world that are very genuine and authentic to you. Anyway, there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. If you you haven't had a chance yet, head over to the Apple Podcast and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what you think about this episode. In the next episode, we're going to talk about friend or foe, so you don't want to miss that. I want to thank you all for supporting the Medizine Cabinet, where we get experimental about exploring your potential. It really means the world to me, you know, and like I said, I continue to really just get emotional looking at everything that's happening online and just looking at all the episodes that I've done. Like I told y'all before, the longest I've had trouble sticking to things, sticking to habits. But the, you know what I'm saying, starting this podcast is something that makes me work. It's something that makes me reflect. It's something that makes me want to be better. It's something that allows me to speak life into other people. But more than anything, it allows me to speak life into myself. I come back and I listen to the episodes very often myself. And I'm just really grateful for your support. So before we go, let's do the affirmations. All that is possible is possible for me. Again, all that is possible is possible for me. And the last one, I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. One more time. I am strong. I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. Have a good day. Have a good night. Have a good week. Later.